Presented by Facebook. Hey, good morning, playbookers. I'm Raghu Manavolan. It's Monday. In today's show, a look inside the Republican playbook for the midterms. This is your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. You might remember a week ago, we laid out the thinking of some top Democratic strategists who were suddenly imagining a scenario in which the party holds Congress in the midterms. Over the past few days, we checked in with an array of Republican operatives about whether they think the GOP could actually blow this. And even after the RNC's legitimate political discourse situation two weeks ago, the answer almost across the board was an adamant no. And whether they were speaking on the record or granted anonymity to talk frankly, their overriding point was simple. The backlash against President Joe Biden is real. And not going away. Here's a quick rundown of some of the arguments we heard from eight Republican operatives, which were not endorsing but rather presenting as a glimpse at what the strategic brain trust of the GOP is thinking at this moment. 1. Democrats aren't addressing voters' top concerns, and one in particular, inflation. Republicans are baffled but grateful that Biden still doesn't have a good answer to the inflation question. Several of them pointed to the president's interview over the weekend with Lester Holt. I think it was back in July you said inflation was going to be temporary. I think a lot of Americans are wondering what your definition of temporary is. Well, you're being a wise guy with me a little bit, uh, and I understand that's your job. Number two, swing voters aren't buying what Dems are selling. For a year, Democrats have been beating a drum on voting rights and a nearly $2 trillion social spending package, while turning up nugget after nugget in the January 6th investigation. Every Republican we spoke to was confident that those issues are making swing voters' eyes glaze over. Most, though not all, also weren't concerned about the recent spat between Senate Republicans and the RNC over the censure of Representatives Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger, which had some Democrats salivating about the prospects of Republicans undercutting themselves with infighting. Number three, running against Trump won't work. A contingent of Democratic strategists want the party to talk more about Trump to motivate base voters who are uninspired by Biden's performance. But Republicans we talked to said they're confident that tack wouldn't hurt them in swing districts and might even help. Four, the politics of the pandemic have changed. While COVID-19 was an albatross around Trump's neck in 2020, Republicans remain confident that Biden and his party will pay this time around. Five, the poll numbers don't lie. Some Democrats have suggested that Biden's poll numbers could improve if inflation eases and pandemic restrictions recede. But Republicans counter that their opponents are swimming against an impossible undertow. One pointed to a recent story by elections analyst Nathan Gonzalez. Not a single president in the past seven decades has, quote, substantially improved his approval numbers between the beginning of a midterm year and the midterm election, according to Gallup polling. Six, GOP enthusiasm is real. You can see it in the fundraising numbers and the candidates, Republicans say. For years, Democrats have significantly outraised the GOP campaign committees. This time, GOP committees are in the lead or right on the heels of Democrats who've usually outraised them cycle after cycle. Republicans also point to the sheer number of GOP candidates running the cycle to note that enthusiasm is up. In 2010, 851 Republicans had filed to run at this point. Currently, that number is more than 1,220. Compare that with the huge number of Democrats deciding to retire, 29, the most since 1996. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House at 10.30 a.m. Eastern. The Bidens will arrive at the White House from Camp David. At 11.30, Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris will receive the President's daily brief. Here's what's on the Vice President's calendar. Vice President Kamala Harris will also deliver remarks about the bipartisan infrastructure laws, investments in high-speed internet, 
at 2.50. Principal Deputy Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre will brief at 2.30. The Senate will meet at 3 p.m. to take up the Postal Service Reform Act with a cloture vote on the motion to proceed to the bill at 5.30 p.m. Among its provisions, the bill would require Postal Service retirees to enroll in Medicare and eliminates the requirement that the agency pre-fund its retiree health benefits for 75 years in the future. That would save the agency tens of billions of dollars over the next decade. The House is out today. All right, that's all I've got for you today. For more news on what's breaking in DC right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Raghuman Avalin. Have a great week. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety.